That's like uh, cause you said one and thirteen. That's where that's like uh, going towards uh, that's right right before the split. Talking about one and thirteen. Yeah, but you gotta make the left to get on the one. Yeah, you get back on one over there. Yeah, <clears throat> but before you get up to that where you turn on the one, you gotta make that quick up. Woo. Mm-hmm. So it's picking up. Did you turn it on? I ain't turn this on either. There we go. There we go. There we go. And that's picking us up over there. Yep. Yo, 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 yo. Yo, yo. All right. Hold up. Dang. All right. Ready? Yep. All right. Welcome to the 8672 podcast. It's Chris. It's Wise. Peace. Episode 18. Yes, sir. Dieciocho. Dieciocho. C. C. Uh, what's the name? How was your week? It was tired. Yeah. Apologies, too, for the episode not dropping on Sunday. So we uh, we had some internet issues. Had to go get a new um, Wi-Fi adapter. My Wi-Fi adapter... Messed up, so freaking YouTube video took it. It was uploaded for three days and only got wow. the twenty percent. And then I had to go get the adapter and then it uploaded. I was like, "Yo, this is crazy." So yeah, but we interrupt this episode to tell you to like and subscribe and comment too. Like and subscribe, yo. We need that um those uh algorithms, yo. We need to be. Put up a little bit higher, so not a little bit higher, a lot a bit higher. Right. So like, comment, subscribe, share, all of that. You know what I mean? We need all of that. Um, and if when y'all subscribe, the people who subscribe, make sure y'all hit the bell too. Right to get the notifications. The no- notifications. You know what I'm saying? So if you gonna if you gonna get in, get all the way in. Let me check total. Mm. Yeah, like, subscribe, hit the bell, and when you hit the bell. It'll come up and just put all notifications and you'll see the thing around the bell like the bell is ringing. Word. And you'll get all the notifications. All of that. So, um, you got anything you want to talk about? Um. Hey, it off. Nah, it's just, um, a couple of things was the, uh, first, the dude, uh, what's his name? Brown in Elizabeth City, North Carolina. The kid that got the man that got killed in his car in his driveway. Mm-hmm. I'm not familiar. Well, they they let them cops off. They said it was justified them killing them, but you can see that they altered the uh, body cam because when they when um it's one cop that jumped off the back of the pickup, you started hearing shots fired, but the dude was in the car and he just backed up. And tried to get away from because they jumped off the pickups and was immediately shooting. But the body cam they took from the guy got off after a couple of the people started shooting. Uh-huh. And you just see by the time the guy with the body cam that they took from, you just see the car backing up and trying to get away from them. So the angle the cop body the cop was his body cam makes it seem like. He was going toward the police, but he wasn't. He was just trying to cut across, and they aired his car out. 
but they came back this week and, and uh, what was their what was they uh he had a warrant for? he had a warrant and some other issues you know what I mean but they was coming to serve a warrant and search his house and they saw him sitting in the driveway they asked him to put his hands he put his hands on the steering wheel but as they was telling him to put his hands where they could see him now he's sitting in the car he never got out the car nothing his hands on the steering wheel and all he did, I guess he moved his hand to back up because they started shooting. And he drove, he backed up and like drove across his own yard to try and get to the street because they was unloading. I mean, unloading, not handguns neither. Um, but you can look this up. Um, but the uh, You said North Carolina? Yeah, Elizabeth City. They uh, they came back and said the all the cops involved <laughs> were um, justified. And actually, this case, most of the cops quit the next day. And what? whoever could retire, they retired the next day too. What was, the, what was their justification? You say just they just said it, they, they didn't give a reason as the justification. They just said that it was an ongoing case. They came to serve a warrant and they were justified in killing them. <laughs> Did they say like what the warrant was for? Nah, it, I think it was for drugs and guns or whatever. But they didn't. It wasn't no guns or nothing in the house. But they never. When they killed him, they never went to the house. They never went in the house. His whole family was in the house. He was sitting in his driveway. When they pulled up, they blocked the driveway. Told him to freeze. Put his hands up. And as they was telling that, you just heard shots. And like I said, they altered the body cam because the family saw. They were showing them bits and pieces of the body cam, and they were saying they didn't want the full body cam um, video to get out because they didn't want all this publicity in this town in North Carolina. Mm. But you can look up the case. It, well, it ain't no case. Um, I think his name was Andrew Brown or something mm. like that. Um, but they definitely let the cops off. Um... Another thing that's kind of is is it's definitely lighter than this situation is, um, this one is pretty much is becoming comical now, but it's a, a case of sometimes you gotta let sleeping giants lie. You know what I'm saying? Um, I don't know if y'all seen it, but uh, uh, Stephen Jackson, <laughs> um. What's my man's name? I do the show with him. Oh, um, Matt Barnes. Matt Barnes and Gilbert Arenas. They had Gilbert Arenas on there, and they ended up uh, talking real slick and disrespectful about Kwame Brown. And, <laughs> and Kwame Arenas. Brown, he, went, he went all the way. He been going in on them. You ain't see that all. It's all over social media. He been listen. He been crushing these dudes, man. They. And he, he actually spoke about the politics of the NBA, how he was the first pick. But Jordan, when Jordan was the general manager in D.C., mm -hmm. he didn't want to pick him. And, yeah. and he said that originally he was picked to be traded to the Bulls, but Jordan didn't want to pick him or trade him. So he left him there and they didn't work. Like, you got to hear him explain it. I, I saw what Shannon Sharp said and was like, um, he was, and I, I didn't like listen to it all the way because I, 
I was saw it like pop up when I was at work, and I never went back to it. But it like the basically the caption was just like Kwame Brown um, didn't need Jordan. He didn't he didn't need to be drafted to Jordan at his age. He wasn't ready for that. How Jordan treated him, and that's what and, he and, said. Yeah, and he was like, if he would have been drafted to any other team we may not look at Kwame Brown the same way. Like he was like later in his career, he might've been able to handle that. He was like, but at 17 years old, straight out of high school, he wasn't, he wasn't ready for that. And he said, he said that, um, cause that's when Jordan, that's when they had Jordan Kwame Brown. Was late, later in his career, they want, they was trying to get the team to go to the playoffs. Jordan didn't want him playing. And he said that, the reason why he never spoke on it, he was like, because, and his analogy was, this is a direct quote from him. He was like, that's like somebody coming out and they got a singing career and they start talking about Beyonce. He was like, the beehive will kill you for that and you, you'll be killed in the industry. He was like, and nobody want to hear that Jordan was doing them bad. He was like, but the one thing I, he said, the one thing I can't ask the question of anybody that got sense, what company will hire someone or or he said, what company would manufacture a product and then crush the product before the product sells? He said and that that was the place that he was in. And and the reason why So I, basically it's like pimping. Yeah, but it's crazy because like a couple of weeks ago, I was I was looking at something and they was talking about the NBA and how the NBA worked. And it made me think about how me and you might look at a game. And mm -hmm. he, they, the, the people were saying like, the person, one of the people was like, you come from high school where you are all American. Mm -hmm. You might go to the McDonald's American, all American game, right? Yeah. You go to college, you're in college, Killing. You averaging about 20 points a game, you jump shot, da 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 da, but you're playing in the system, right? Mm -hmm. They said when you get to the league, I might get drafted to the team you already on. You established, right? So it becomes, all right, wise, check this out. You better not shoot the ball. Chris shoots the ball. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Chris and whoever else shoots the ball. Mm -hmm. Your job is. When we say swing the ball, we're going to swing it to you. And, and the person yeah, made, yeah, made yeah. A, 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 it was so crazy because if anybody look at basketball, you know you've seen this before. They swing the ball around and a dude be wide open. Mm -hmm. And you wondering, yo, why he ain't shooting? And then somebody come running at him and he'll turn his back, but he looking to pass. Yeah. And the whole thing would be like, swing the ball to Chris, but we got to swing it. Over here, and so then everybody touched. Everybody touched the ball, but then get it back to Chris. And Chris shooting no matter what, and y'all yeah. better get in place to grab the rebound. And this is what he was saying. He was like, um, <clears throat> I guess he was talking about Doug Collins. He was like, in practice, he would be in practice, and he was like, yo, he would have me out there practicing with these dudes, and he was like, he would have dudes like Jihadi White in them, like beating them up in practice. Seriously, yo, he was naming dudes. He was <laughs> these dudes would be. He he said in practice he'll get a rebound, and their job was to like 
like pound him on his arms, pound him in his body, and all kind of stuff. So he was like, he was like, they these dudes is talking about I was a bust. And he was like, Steven Jackson, me and you played on the team together in Charlotte. He was like, we could have went to the playoffs. You quit on the team. And he was like, like he started exposing Steven Jackson for all the dumb stuff he was doing. And then he 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 just called. He was like, and I'm not even going to talk about the light-skinned woman that's on the show with you. You know what I mean? Becky with the good hair, that, that chick. You know what I mean? You all emotional. You know what I mean? He was like, you you beat up Derek Fisher, who might be all about six feet, six one. You know what I mean? You about six eight, six nine. You beat him up, and you mad because he he over there. You know what I mean? Banging out your wife. You know what I'm saying? You should have just left gas money for him to take your kids to practice. <laughs> wow. Yeah. He been going in for the last couple of days. He was like Gilbert Arenas. You you a little boy. He was like you never been in trouble. And nothing, he said. Gilbert Arenas said that he would do stuff in Arizona, and the coach would make him run like five miles. So he was like, "I looked at it like, yo, shit, it's just getting me in shape. I'm not never getting in Who trouble." Said that? This is what Kwame Brown was saying about Gilbert Arenas. Mm-hmm. He was like, every team I was on, he was like, when they wanted to trade me to Chicago and Jordan didn't want to do that, that was a better fit for me. Because they didn't have nobody that was going to shoot. He was like, think about all the teams I was on. I played with, with, with Gilbert, bitch ass. He's shooting the ball 25 times a game. He said, he, he named another team he was on where it was one dude shooting 25, another dude getting 20. He was like, so where was I fitting in? He's like, then they sent me to the Lakers. Kobe shooting the ball 25, 30 times a game. I ain't, I don't have a shot in hell. He was like, but Steven Jackson, you mad because I was the number one pick. You know what I mean? He was like, you mad I'm a Geechee from South Carolina. He was like, and all y'all know, I put hands on you. He was like, Gilbert, you, you up there talking that tough shit. He was like, when we was in D.C., he was like, D.C. boys don't play, and y'all know that. He was like, one day, we at a club, and a dude put his arms around Gilbert and had him up against a wall like he was a chick. And me and my brother had to stop the dude because he was taking his chain off his neck. <laughs> but he said today that him and Gilbert Arenas was able to talk about it. You know what I mean? He was like, but Steven Jackson, you fake blood. Oh, yeah, he going in on them dudes, man. Mm. Yeah, that's like, um, you got them like former players and stuff. That it's interesting because when they like when they start like you got Steven Jackson and um and Barnes on that podcast like it get get kind of messy because like you like when they start talking about former players and stuff like that like I always pay attention to who can like pull who gets their cards pulled that's why I think like players like KG I think like the stuff that they say about him is official because you never hear nobody right. like say nothing sideways about like KG. Everything about KG is consistent where it's just like, yo, like nah. Like And Shaq too. Yeah. yeah. Shaq was on there and they talked about when he choked, he said one dude kept playing with him and he was like, yo, I'm older in the league. I'm just here to chill. He was like, this is why I mess with Matt Barnes. He was like, cause whatever he saw, he didn't tell. He was like, but us three was in the locker room and the, the team the team had left out and he said I forgot who he said it was. 
the think it was he knocked out smacking nah, that that was big country. This was a foreign player or something. He said, but the dude kept talking. So he said he got up. He told him like, "Yo, stop! I'm older in the league. You know what I mean? I'm just finishing out my career, or whatever." He said, but the dude kept talking. He said, so I put him in the fiend. He said, and, and the dude was squirming. And when I realized he was knocked out, I just left him on the floor. And he said, tell him what you did, Matt. And Matt Barnes was like, I just grabbed the Gatorade and left. And he said, next thing you know, the coaches and trainers was like, what happened? He's like, I don't know. I ain't, I ain't seen nothing. And Shaq was like, I don't know what happened to him, man. He was talking a minute ago. <laughs> That's crazy. But when you hear about the league and Kwame Brown was definitely, and he said, like, they're fraternity, so they shouldn't be trying to Airing out make stuff jokes over. and air out stuff because it, once they start doing that, people could air, air out a whole bunch of stuff that yeah. nobody really need to know. It's kind of like that with everything now, though. Right. Like, it's like well, that with, like, hip-hop, too, yeah. where it's like, that's kind of why, like, your older artists have the mystique that they have, too, because there's a lot of stuff that you didn't know. There wasn't social media and things like that. Like, like now with Instagram and things, like, you feel like you, you live in every day with, cer- with certain artists. Like, right. you got you see their families, you, you with them whenever they go to shows and stuff like that, even without you being there. So there's not really... You don't have as much you don't have to imagine as much as you had to imagine back in the day. Like Right. You know what I'm saying? If you didn't if you didn't run into an artist or they they release like some behind the scenes footage and stuff, you didn't know. And that's why I like stuff like backstage was so dope. Right. Cause you didn't get to see that. Like them being on tour buses and yeah, things of that nature. Like J and DMX battling. Right. And then you got the uh the Muslim Cat jumping in the cipher at the same time, like the, I, the the scene when they had like the groupies in the bathroom and shit like that, and the the cast that was in the crew, like hitting off first and all that. Like it, you didn't get to see that. You was like, oh damn, like the stories that people be talking about is kind of true. You know what I'm saying? Right. right. You got to see like a di- like a different side of everything. So now it's cool. And then seeing the stuff that they do, like they regular people too. <laughs> But you get it more now, so it's not like. I think that that's what hurts people. No, not hurts. It helps an artist like Drake. I think like Drake, he understands that, and he keeps that mystique even in the yeah, time. He don't. He don't yeah. put his stuff out. Yeah, there. like everybody else put his own. Put their yeah. own stuff out there. You know what I'm saying? Like you don't really see much of, about him. Like he's he shares more now with like his son. Like ever since like Pusha push put, put, put up. Yeah. Man. So like now he like shares more stuff. But like Well, I don't follow Drake. I'm not a fan of Drake's. No, stuff. I don't I don't follow him either. But I follow like um with with Shade Room and they always post stuff that he posts. Oh, I don't I'm not, I don't know if I follow Shade yeah. Room either. No, I follow Shade Room, but no. Nah. But like yeah, whenever he whenever he posts like uh, Adonis and stuff like that, they post it. Well, I never seen it. Mm-hmm. So what else you got? Uh, what what was the other joint? Um, since you talking about uh podcast, uh, did you watch what Rory and Maul oh, response? Oh yeah. I, I wanted to get in. Yeah. That too. What'd you think about their response? So what? You want to get in the analytics about us? Why I ain't been here a couple what? shows? 
What? Because I told you I need to see the books. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> nah, you know what? See, that's why I always say, like, see, people, and it would be nice to get to this point where, you know what I'm saying, we, we, we make a mark in this podcasting and stuff like that, but, and it, I, I believe it would be different from us because nobody was a star, you know what I'm saying, but still, people people just take a side without knowing all the facts. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, people was crushing Maul and, 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 and Rory. You think so? Yeah, in the beginning, in the in the very when it first when started, it first started, and then they did the show together, and then when Joe fired them live, uh-huh. everybody was killing all of them, saying that they didn't do nothing, they shouldn't be doing that, they was just workers. Then you got DJ Academics, and I'm I'm gonna say this, he's a troll though. I'm gonna say this. Shout out to DJ Academics because I I used to watch um the Complex show. Right? Oh, the show they had on it, Complex. Yeah, I what called. Everyday Struggle. Everyday Struggle. Yeah. And I, I did like the way him and Joe went back and forth. And him, Star just didn't fit on the show. And then when, when they got the other cat, um, I forget his name. The show wasn't the same to me. But I didn't watch it. I never paid no attention to DJ Academics out of that. Like you said, he a troll. You know what I'm saying? But... His response to Rory and Maul getting fired added more fire to to the B, the the BS that I started following them because it it was comical. What did he say? I didn't see his response to it when when they first got fired. And Joe, remember Joe made a statement before they responded, mm-hmm. saying that what they wanted they wanted to see the books and all this all this crazy shit, right? Mm-hmm. He did about an hour rant on them. Millie Maul and Rory, yo, get the fuck out of here, da 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 da. But him and Maul, him and Rory had a legitimate beat mm-hmm. where Rory went to his crib and gave him a, a card or a letter, like maybe like threatening him. Rory went with a couple of people. He said that and he showed the card on his rant. He was like, look, there's no postage on it. They came here, and if you go back to episode whatever, Joe asked him, did he go there? And he lied and said he didn't go. So he went on a rant about them. Y'all are just fucking workers. Y'all bums. Y'all don't do shit. He was like, that's like me at Complex. It was Joe's show. How I look, saying, like, yeah, I contributed more to the show than y'all contributed to the podcast, but y'all fucking bums. Mm. Yo, it was so funny, but then... Their response, and everybody was killing them. Yo, y'all don't need to look at the books. Nah, y'all just workers. Y'all should just get the money because everything Joe is doing all the legwork. But it happened to be uh, um, somebody text one a show that I watch and was like, yo, y'all, y'all are wrong about this because <clears throat> they just put the guy's last name. So they put it as um, Peter Rosenberg from or whatever his name, Rosenberg from Hot 97. <clears throat> they was like, Rosenberg helped start Joe Button's podcast. Rory got that to happen. 
nobody wanted to hear it. So when Rory stated that the original podcast for Joe Button, the dude Rosenberg, got the studio and all of that, and Rory was paying. <coughs> and Rory came on the sixth show. Mm-hmm. Everybody thought Rory came 20-something yeah. show and then more. <coughs> but it, Rory was there first before more, and it was a girl. But they were still trying to figure out who should be the third person. Then they brought Marlon. But if you a percentage, you getting paid by percentage of what the podcast make, they right. Mm-hmm. <coughs> and that's one thing I give academics. That's why I'm shouting them out. Because he said, y'all still workers, but if Joe did that, Joe is dumb. Bottom line. Because all the, all the money that's coming in is people wanting Joe, not them to. So for Joe to sign them to a percentage-based deal off the podcast, they right. Mm-hmm. They have the right to see the books. Did you see Joe's response to the air songs? No, I ain't. Uh, nah, he he put up a, um, an IG the live. apology? No, no, no. No, I'm not talking about the apology. That was to... Um, he apologized to them that on the podcast. He went on IG Live and was talking after their response. The apologies was before their response. So their response, <coughs> was, uh, he was like, what they said, because my, my, I'll say this first before I get into what he said. I don't know what to believe. Like I, You never know who's telling the truth in these situations. So I don't ever really like, I, I just listen, listen to the story. I can't really pick sides because who knows who's telling the truth and who's not. But... He was like, they they didn't have a profit sharing contract. What they had was they got a percentage of his net, but right. that's not profit sharing. Profits are gross. <laughs> right. So that's what that's what he was saying. He was like, so like he was like, and this is what they their lawyer signed. So like that is that is those are two different things. But that's what they said. No, they didn't. They said pro- they said profit sharing, and they was like, so that means everything that's coming in, we're entitled to see that. And what he his point was, profit versus a percentage of my net is not the same thing. And he said it's the net of what he makes from the podcast. So like, that's not the same thing as profit sharing. No, but that's what Rory said. <coughs> if you look at Rory, what he said, he don't care. <coughs> I ain't bringing the water inside. What he said was, they're supposed to get 20% of whatever the podcast brings in. But what Joe started doing was mixing the deals, putting things into the podcast, and that's how the $400,000 mix-up happened, which they still was cool with. But they were saying, okay, cool. What is the podcast making? Because they got 20%. Off the podcast, and Joe got mad. Yeah, yeah, that's what Rory said. Yeah, I know, but that's he. But he, what he's saying is what the what the what the podcast makes is not net though. That's gross. No, but that's what he what he was explaining. What, the way I took it was like gross profits because they kept using the word profit. And right, what, that's after you pay everything. No, it's not. That's Pro- what that's what Rory was saying. He didn't say after you pay everything. Rory was saying he, after he, every, 
you were talking about the expenses. Yeah, because no, they're behind the expenses because he wanted to see the expenses. No, if you remember, Rory said that when they got the first deal from Cash App, was it? He said his first check, he told Joe, don't give me the check. Pay everybody else. And, and that's Joe got Joe, mad. And Joe's response to that well, on his live was, he was like, that wasn't the beginning of that issue. And he was like, his justification behind not behind getting mad for that. He's like, yeah, I did get mad for that. He was like, because why after a year and a half of this being an issue, do y'all want to do this now? He's like, at this point, I'm not going to put myself in a position where I'm not paying somebody for doing work. So he's like, that's why he flipped. Cause he was like, this is, this is not a new issue. This has been going on for a year and a half now. So now why do you want to forego your check? He's like, if that was the case, you should have been doing this from the time this has been an issue. Because if, 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 if we doing some as friends and you telling me everything's on the up and up. Yeah, no, I, I'm with you. Once it's a $400,000 mistake, because like they said, their money was good. But that's what Joe but said. That wasn't, wasn't when understanding. It, that wasn't what... He didn't do that right after that mistake is what Joe said. That like he said it was see, a year and a half later. That, yeah. But that's why I don't get him get into like taking sides. See, because, the original... The, way, the reason why I feel that them dudes ain't, ain't lying is because when it all happened, what I took from it was Joe got mad at them for not coming. Right? I'm talking about right now. Whatever was going on behind the scenes was going on behind the scenes. Mm -hmm. Joe told them, take a break. Everybody go to their separate corners. They all agreed that that's what was said. Yeah. But then Joe got mad when they did what he said to do. Yeah, no. You can't get mad at that. Yeah, that's not what I'm talking about. No, I understand what you're saying. No, I'm just saying that's, that's a different conversation from what we were just having. No, what I'm saying is I'm saying that to say, if you saying this, then that means you hiding a lot of stuff because you want to paint the picture that you just ain't do nothing wrong. Mm-hmm. Now, if you if you got all these deals going on, then why is it that you would even mix that money with the Joe Button podcast? The pull up ain't had nothing to do with the podcast. Um. The, the other show he had on Revolt had nothing to do with the podcast. He had different hosts on there. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Now, it could be that them people don't want to discuss their personal business dealings with Joe. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, it, it's, it's messed up that it happened this way. But in the end, if you look at everything dealing with Joe from Complex and everything he used to talk about, when he was with them, as far as yo, the 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 con- content creators never get paid mm-hmm. what they supposed to be paid because the head person always take what they want and then sprinkle down or whatever you know what I mean things of that nature. Like they say, you you ended up turning into be that person because now you dealing with multiple, maybe multiple millions of dollars. Yeah, nah, I mean. Like I said, I, I can't... That's like me coming in and saying, okay, we doing a podcast, we start getting money. Mm-hmm. Whatever you getting off um, Cock and Sean don't have nothing to do with the podcast. Mm-hmm. Once you start mixing money in 
from Kagashan over into the podcast without saying, okay, boom, I, I need to do this. Okay, y'all got percentage sharing, but I got to pay for the production and things of that nature. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to use some of the Kagashan money. So that money, I got to get that back first. And then that all of that could be explained. But yeah. when you when you getting all these deals coming in and you you mixing and matching the monies, you know what I'm saying? Because it it it, it do looks funny. Yeah, no. If if that is if that's the case, you that's a fact. Um, what I'll say is like I said, you never know who's telling all the way the truth. But what I will say is what makes Rory and Maul more believable than Joe is like it seems like Joe is like he always leaves like a situation is always it's always a fire like right he never like transitions peacefully right it's always a um a hell kind of trans and on top of that fine you don't want them there on your podcast right why would you be so mad because he was the first one to say this too if y'all start another podcast before the year is out, I'm, I'm suing. Him. I'm suing the parents. Let him go. No, I and, and yeah, now that, that was crazy that he said that. And when Maul said that, said what he said, I felt that too. Um, I think that was Joe being petty, and I think that was Joe being petty because of um, what Maul said about Joe continuing the podcast with two two but, different. But Joe said. It's his podcast. He could do what right. he want to do, and he tried to paint the narrative. Yeah, that, that what I, I'm just come. saying. I'm just saying that I think Joe. I don't think Joe really meant that he would sue them for for doing. I think he was saying that as like a troll tactic, or like all right, in the in the emotions of just me just talking. But I don't think he really would have did that. And I think the reason he said that was because Maul said he had the expectation that. If they wasn't doing, them three wasn't doing the podcast together, then there wouldn't be in, any more episodes. And th- to be honest, like when he said when he said that, I felt what Joe said in that situation. Like, like and this goes whether who told who not to show up or not. I don't think Maul should have. I understood where Maul was coming from, but I more so understood where Joe was coming from. Where it's like, yo, Cass is eating off of this, like. However long it was gonna take us to work this out, like we could not do podcasts for a month. Yeah, but if you tell me don't come, that's not what I'm talking about right now, though. That's that's what I'm saying. What I I'm, I said, regardless of who told who not to come, what I'm saying is the with the expectation, Maul had the expectation that there shouldn't be any episodes until them three came back together. What I'm saying is that's unrealistic because I I what I feel what Joe said is like, yo, there's people that work this podcast. They depend on this podcast to to for income. I understand what you're saying, but if you run in the podcast and you tell the co-host do not come, mm-hmm. that's on you. But it's not. It is, and that's why Joe continued. That was his no, point. no. He said that he can. He went and got them because he didn't want to do it by himself. Because this was stuff. Yeah, that no. Were saying. That's you're proving my point. Is what I'm saying. He he. It's on him. So he used resources to make sure that they continued to go because he needed to make that money. Okay, that's but, what I'm, but it would, they would have still been coming and trying to work out the issues. And they they said, they both said 
Matter of fact, all three of them said they was having conversations with him, mm-hmm. but Joe was playing both sides of the fence and be, being on some bullshit. But he did say, to contradict himself, that he was more so trying to have more of a conversation with Maul than Rory. Yeah, but uh, I'm not and disputing Maul, any of that, but that's not what I'm saying, though. But if you tell me, if if, if who knows what they agreed to? Yeah, because that has was, nothing Maul, to do with what I'm talking no, about. No, no, I understand what you're saying. But what I'm saying is this, to Maul's point, we don't know if Joe said we're not going to do it, just everybody take a break. Because he did say that they was all supposed to go on vacation. Everybody go on vacation, and then we'll come back and see where we at. Joe said that. Mm -hmm. But it didn't seem like Joe went on vacation. No. Them two, y'all don't come around no more, and I'm going to just go get two people to fill in, and I'm going to keep it moving. Mm-hmm. And then when Raw when Maul expressed his beef, Joe tried to put Maul and Rory against each other. Like, yo, you taking his side over me? Yeah. Like, come on, man. Like, we trying to work all of this out. It's us three together. No. I felt I felt Rory and Maul on that. And like, from 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 the look of that, and that's why I said a lot of people just took a side because it looked like Maul was there before Rory because Joe and Maul and like. Um, three letter man. Shout out to you, PSA Hip Hop. He originally was like, "Yo, if you think about it, Joe and Maul had the conversation, had had more of a relationship, and Rory just came was like a Johnny come lately. He was like, because if you paid attention to the show like I did, Joe would, and this is true, Joe would put his back to Rory and be really just talking to Maul. Yeah." You know what I mean? But that's because like, they lived together. There, they had a different relationship. But like like more like more um Maul said, that happened, you know what I'm saying, a long time ago. He had been gone. And Joe, they didn't speak for years mm-hmm. until I guess Brandon Jennings played with the Knicks. Yeah. That's when they rekindled their relationship mm-hmm. or whatever. But Rory was already there. Yeah, but he wasn't and and like the over the course of Joe's life, Jamal and Maul did come first. Right, right. So that, that's and that's and why that's Joe why said Maul was saying what he was saying. Like mm-hmm. he felt he should be he could be able to discuss it. And right, he was you telling to me explain, it's none of my business. Right, and I'm trying to explain to you. I'm not taking no side on no BS with Rory. It's the fact that, and he was trying to say that on the show. I came in after. So I'm thinking y'all got a relationship going on with the podcast. Y'all bring me in. And he said it when when him and Rory was talking. Mm-hmm. I came in and y'all felt I brought something to it. So, you know what I mean? It's all three of us. But for Joe to be flipping out the way he was flipping out, it became a point where like, yo, who am I talking to? Yeah. No, I felt I felt more on all of that. All I'm saying is, and in, in this whole thing is. I don't take sides on none of that stuff because you never know who's telling the right. truth. But I, I think just looking at it from the standpoint of like, all right, I'm not choosing no sides. I think both both sides had had valid points. Joe's valid point, I thought, was what he talked about why he continued the podcast with other people. I thought that was a valid point. Taking that, not considering all of the the things that led to to Rory and Maul not being there. I also felt. Why Maul would feel like Joe shouldn't. So, like in that same argument, I felt both sides. And then I also felt what Maul was saying, like, yo, you making this a personal thing where like this is like 
you making me choose a side. Like I fuck with Rory on another level right. and I fuck with you on a different level. Like we got we got a different type of relationship than me and um Rory got. Right. Like me and Rory was introduced from a podcast That's standpoint and then we we built a friendship off of that type deal whereas me and you we like probably it surpasses a friendship. Like we've lived together. Like he said he 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 was doing things that he wasn't supposed to do. And yo, when you hear a dude say that I was giving you money. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or like get, he was like getting him out, he said he was getting him out of situations. Yeah. People that he knew was getting right. him out of situations that otherwise he wouldn't have been able to get out of. Right. So like, like so you know what I mean? And and the reason why I say I blame Joe on doing what he was doing, and they said it when they spoke. Joe had, they feel like Joe had already had his mind made up. He wanted people on salary opposed to the percentage because then he could do whatever he wanted to do with the money. Just give you X amount of dollars right. and you keep it moving. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. But he, he could have did that with them out the gate. But once Rory was like, nah, I'm not doing that. Like people didn't know that Rory was paying for the podcast at first. Mm-hmm. And now you got all these people coming back like, yeah, you know what? I apologize because I didn't know. That's why you don't take a stance until you, like they say, it's three ty- three sides to the story and the truth. And and when you naming people, you can't you can't be lying on those nobody like that because, or you shouldn't. Let me say that because that's a lawsuit waiting to happen. Yeah, but just like you said, it's three sides of the story. So we heard two. There's, you actually heard a- three. Huh? Well, I'm just saying. You, you heard Joe's first. Yeah. And then you heard Rory and Maul, which is pretty much a little bit different, but the same. Yeah, but I'm, and, and then the third is the truth. You got your side, one side, that side, and then the truth. So that's what I'm saying. That's why I don't choose sides because you never know what's the, the, the right. unfiltered truth. But like I said, I, I offer the argument. It's funny because what makes it even look worse is when they all was talking, like Parks and them wasn't gassing Joe that day. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like when these But you can got- tell the energy is different when like like and then and the mall, even when their response was like Parks. Yeah. Parks. Like cause their their energy towards Parks on that on that episode when they came back was different too. Yeah, because they were saying like, you know, they really didn't want to have to do it like that, but then when Joe fired him, and then they all playing around. You know what I mean? In the background, like, yeah, you like, come on, man, why are you doing that? You you making a situation worse than what it is by gassing something. Mm-hmm. And you know me, and anybody that watches this podcast that know me, know me. No, I I can't wait to throw fire. You know what I'm saying? Throw gasoline on a fire. You know what I mean? But in some situations, you can't. You know what I mean? Because or you shouldn't. You know what I mean? Because Things could go all the way left. But that's what, like, I, like, what you saw in the situation, like I said, um, Maul, I think, summed it up. He didn't say it exactly like this, but this is what I think he meant. It's just like, yo, when money get involved, you got, you start really seeing, like, how people act. So it's like, then people say, like, money doesn't change you, it just further reveals who you are. Right. So if with Maul and Rory, if that's the absolute truth, all they're seeing is like 
And this is why I tell people all the time, like, like I don't really put a lot of clout into like your favorite rapper or your favorite athlete, the stuff that they say on TV or social media, because that they, that's that's not always the truth. They're gonna say whatever it is to further their brand yeah. and make more bread. Like like you said, Joe Beyond talking about the creator of this and creator that and what the what the the higher ups do to get over. They do that because it's a from a business standpoint, it's a wise business move. Right. From a Joe standpoint, yeah, it's wise for, for him to put people on salary or, or have people under him that want to take salary because he'll get a bigger slice of the pie. Whereas Maul and Rory is are being what Joe said all creators should do. They should value and understand their worth and want to get paid appropriately, right? Not be cut out of of the pie. And he had he talked that shit amongst people who was really about that and talked that with them. And then when they, if that's what they say, if they're, what they're saying is true, when they came to him with that, it upset him as a businessman, which makes him no different than your your high label record label execs and your your podcast um companies. And like you know what's funny, thinking about just listening to you explain that, I'm I'm thinking about. I can't. I don't remember the numbers of the podcast, but it was one episode where Maul and Maul really didn't. To me, Maul really didn't say too much. But when he spoke, he made a lot of sense on certain things. And besides Jay Z, Maul would pretty much go in on anybody, right? Mm-hmm. But it was a, a episode where Maul. Definitely asked Joe, but they laughed it off. He was like, yo, yo, to me, you changing life. He, he said like, that after hey, the um, Rock Nation brunch. Yeah, he was like, but I think it was before that too. He was like, yo, you changing, you trying. Matter Hollywood. of fact, it was before the, the Rock Nation brunch. It didn't have they the called Rock Nation um, brunch. They said he was changing and he was trying to do things that normally he would Industry, do. they started calling industry. industry. Right. You know what I mean? And then... One thing that I heard after the fact that I didn't pay attention to the podcast on where they said it could have came from when they was at the brunch and Joe asked Jay-Z why he did what he did with Pump It Up and why and they said Jay-Z turned to him like, so, so what? Yeah. And they, they laughed. Rory and Maul and laughed. He, he and took Joe that felt the way. Yeah. yeah. He brought that shit up on the podcast, though. I said I didn't. I don't remember that. He's like, y'all laughed y'all's ass off. <laughs> he actually he brought that shit up again when they just when they just um did the episode together um talking about this situation. So he was know, like, his personal. So what? He's like, and when I think about this situation, I think, so what? Yeah. But she would make Joe look bad in this situation. And I, I I ain't talking about the the Olivia Dope or whatever her name is. I'm not getting into that because I don't know nothing about that. But what makes Joe look bad is the fact of pretty much his character. This yeah. is his character with everything, relationships, all kind of shit. Like whatever, like you said, whatever whatever Joe get his hands on. Some kind of way that shit gonna explode mm-hmm. and be all bad. Yeah. All bad. You know what I mean? You got the Wu Tang situation. 
where he didn't have to say nothing, but he went on the radio talking about meth and kept that going to where they blacked his eye. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I don't know, man. But what he did, then he had the situation with Gilly. Yeah, because um, yeah, he was worrying about them when Gilly was telling them, you over there working. We own ours. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You need to mind your business. And and like somebody was saying, like, Joe wanted that. Joe wanted that bad to be able to own his own rights because everybody else with their podcast own this shit. Mm-hmm. They might be working with a company, but they own this shit. Uh, um, Nori, Gilly. I thought Joe owned his too. He owns Joe that Joe Button TV thing, but they said everything else he's going for deals. That's where the 20% came in and he started intermingling the deals because he had, they said originally he didn't have Spotify. Because just think about this. If, if, if what they're saying is true, they said they never went after YouTube. Yeah, yeah, when they would get, they would, that would be in there too. Yeah. If if you talking about a percentage, just they said they was like, of the YouTube. Yeah, he, um, Maul was talking about that. He, no, no, Rory was talking about that. Rory was talking about that. He was like, yeah, let's, geez, let's just say, yeah, Joe, Joe Budden created the YouTube page. He was like, but, the revenue that goes to that page is largely from the podcast. Podcast, so they would they can yeah. get a percentage of that. Yeah, you know what I mean. Nah, now, what they what they saying? Joe was definitely I I consider Joe a pioneer with this whole YouTube with social the, media. Period. Yeah, because him he used and, to do that shit with Tahiri. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. That's where he started. At. Yeah, him and Tahiri just their everyday life in the house. Yeah, you know what I mean. But they saying that they they don't care nothing about that. That that part they understand. Joe did that. All they want is the podcast. But when you start intermingling your money, like now we got to figure out. Okay, you made. Let's just say you made a hundred thousand dollars gross from the podcast, the pull up, and everything you got going on, right? The mistake could have been made that 20% of the income that they supposed to get was from all of that. So they could have been helping him. Yeah, he probably would have lost. Huh? He might have lost. No, he would he would have won. No, I'm saying lost money. He if would have gained money. How? Because if they took pull-up money, he would they say and That's what like I'm he saying. Would he would have lost cuz if they if they would have taken 20% of everything he would have lost money. But that's what he's saying. Yeah. That's his excuse. But they could be helping him to gain more funds because by you pooling all that money, you shouldn't be pooling that money, number one. Mm-hmm. So now, if you go and look at the books, the, the your accountant should be able to say, this is pull-up revenue. This is... Uh, you know they're able to do that. He just didn't show it to them. Right. You know what I mean? If that's the, if that's the truth, if that's the, the story, like... With um, they said he and, sent and the email. Could be poor accountant. Yeah, um, I don't think that was their accountant. And just like they said, that's not accountant. Like getting the Excel spreadsheet, yeah, spreadsheet. and getting like snipping it, putting it in the email. That's not accounting. So like, nah, I I felt them on that. Like, if the, and actually, that seemed like it was true because Joe confirmed that too. But he was like, 
their contract doesn't say they get access to accounting. So no, <laughs> he said that in his response. Yeah, you so know, like I that part was when he was sitting, he was sitting. He did it on IG. IG Live, yeah. yeah. It was like a ten minute video. But that's when the people start saying, "Joe, you sounding crazy." He was like, "That's when he hung up real quick." He was like, "Oh, uh, he's like." It's really not that complicated. Joe be cracking me up because yeah. they be talking in that voice. Like when he used to be on Love and Hip Hop, like and the girls be yelling at him. He's like, I don't understand why yeah. you are so upset. Joe Joe is crazy. He's he's legit. But he tells crazy. you that he is. Though. Yeah, he crazy. He tell you that he is though. Listen, but, I remember when him and what's his name was going back and forth. Who? Um, uh, man, what's Consequence? his name? Nah. Um, Actually, Maul said Maul that about, about Consequence, that consequence too, yeah. Yeah. But, um, yo, he had a fire album, too. Um, the rapper Cat from Jersey. Jersey? That, no. They went to Homeboy Crib for look, for Joe and ended up punching the kid in the face in front of his people. Um, man, Ransom. Uh, I didn't know about that. Him and Ransom had live beef, man. And they, 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 that was for YouTube. <laughs> I mean, they was going to people's houses for real. Like, just imagine somebody knocking on your door looking for one of your people, like, yo, <coughs> where one of the, the DBH dudes, DVD dudes. Mm-hmm. And you like, I don't know, nah, 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 we don't want to hear nothing. You trying to close the door. And, and dude just put his foot in the door, like, nah, 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 where you at? Yo, I don't know it. Bah! Well, you hold that and tell them when, 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 yo, man, yo, what you doing? They, they, they all up in his house. Dudes tell them, come outside. They showing guns and all kinds. Joe was in a whole bunch of bullshit, man, that was for, like, this, this social media shit. Then he was. Joe, Joe, Joe might be the podcast Kanye. Joe is the pioneer of the bullshit. He's the pioneer of social media. Yeah. Like for like he he was definitely the first artist that gave you like the inside view of his his life, like with just like a straight with a straight camcorder, just yeah. like like he he was the original the original selfie like the original Instagram story. He'd be like this, like she finally cooking breakfast. Yeah, like what I don't know doing? what's going on. She cooking breakfast. They'll be having a conversation in the bed, and he just turned the camera on. Yeah. And just be like, like we're discussing this, and like yeah, and and that's like early two thousand. Like people were like, yo, this is crazy. Like he really do this. Like and now, it's Everybody, crazy if an Gilly artist don't do that. Doing, yeah, Gilly, Gilly gotta admit he took that from him. Yeah, you know man. I mean everybody did. Everybody that, do that, that now. That was getting. Joe Records wasn't getting played, but but that, that was getting mad because Tahiri was was the bet like. The baddest chick in the game, one right. of them, at the time, and this cat would be showing like, all right, like yeah, she's headed to work. I'm yeah. a stay at home boyfriend. <laughs> Look at her, she's getting dressed. You see that ass? Yeah. And you like, yo, this dude showing his girl and everything. Like, yo. Yep. Then and it he, was regular. It looked, he, looked he bad, was, regular he, crib and everything. He was actually one of the first dudes. <laughs> In the industry that put it on blast, like I really like, like you said, the way he talked. I really like girls that like girls. Oh, and you like, oh, this shit really going down. Yeah, like that. all you gotta do is be in that industry, 
Cause it's baby moms. The 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 chick since Santana. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She was yeah messing with messing uh, Erica Mena. Erica Mena, who yeah. who fuck with, with Safari. Uh, Safari. Yeah. Nah, yeah, Joe. Joe is funny, man. But no, I, Joe I, is definitely funny. I like Joe. I I like Joe too. But one thing I will say about him though, as messy as that cat is, like, and I I, I say messy because it always, like I said, it always ends in flames. His his bounce back be crazy every time. Like he's he, a hard worker. He but definitely he's just is. bugged out. He he's a hard worker, but I think I, I think he also resourceful too. Cause the joint with Ice and the other dude, that shit is dope too. And I don't even know who Little the heck. Ish, you know, yeah, they, I ain't watching after after World. I I did I did like I, I was watching it and they had some they had some dope combos. See too. the thing about them, like like like. Three letter man, once again, he said it. They don't have no ties to the industry, so right? Like me and you, we can sit here and give our opinion, you know what I'm saying? And ain't nobody gonna be calling us, like, right. yo, son, like, yo, really, like, yo, all right, well, you ain't getting in the next show. Like, well, actually, I, I can't say I know for sure they don't have any ties, I don't know where they're from. No, they his regular people, like, he would talk about ish and them playing basketball and playing spades. Because mm-hmm. he, he he talked about ish. His data cats that be playing in that, that court he put up. He, no, they, they um he talked about ish. I, if I'm not mistaken, I think he called ish. Or he called either one of them or he called another dude. But they all be together when the dude won the, the Mega Million. It was a dude that they had didn't want to play cards with no more. But he ended up winning a lot of money in the Mega Million or some shit, and they couldn't get in touch with him. They had debted the dude like, yo, man, nobody want to play cards with this dude. Like, he don't know how to play this, that, and the third. And the dude ended up winning. And he called one of them on a live show like, yo, when the last time you spoke to Wise? Yo, I don't know. Why, what happened? Yeah, you ain't want to play cards with him no more. You debted him. And he ended up, yo, he hit the lottery. And he was like, no, he didn't. He's like, yo, he was like, go by his mother's house to see if he did. He hit the lottery. And he, the dude called back. It was like, yo, nah, he ain't answering the phone or nothing. <laughs> he was like, look at you. You had a, a partner. Like, he issues one of them dudes they, that he said he go to the park with his pop, Joe's pops, all of them play cards and all that together. Like, that, those is his friends on some different times. Yeah, they be having some higher conversations. Every, I ain't watch it though, cause yeah. they the ones that uh that brought uh Kevin Samuels up there. Oh word. Yeah, but nah, they it it's I hope I hope Rory and Maul have um do a podcast though. Yeah, cause the way they did it, it it, it was smooth. Yeah, I liked the setting. Yeah, I did too. You know what I mean? I was like, yo, it, it looked better than being in the living room. Yeah, and Maul being on that that high bar stool. That shit don't even look comfortable, especially for three hours. But more, I, I ain't go for it. I like more, but he lost me that one time when he was talking about um he was uh painting his nails and stuff. I ain't see that. Yeah, I'm glad I ain't see that. Yeah, he, he like he, everybody was coming at him like, how's he Big's brother? Like he ain't Big's brother. Big don't like yo. Come on, man, y'all going all the way in on this dude over Joe Button? Nah, I I, I like more though, but I was just like, that's we. I, I couldn't get with that, but um. Yeah, I like more. <laughs> but Joe I used to be... said he was hot in laundry detergent. <laughs> I was 
I like I used to be laughing because um, sometimes I did I did feel that way too when like Joe be like this nigga Maul always want to be too cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Maul would just sit there and I'd be like, when I first he's like, come on, man, you don't want to get involved in none of that. Yeah, no, nah, I man, he's he just he just hey, whatever. Yeah, I used to be like, why is Maul on the show? Yeah, cause Rory would talk, but then you you could tell like Rory would be the one that. And and actually, this too, on a sidebar, Joe should never be disrespectful to Rory as far as I'm concerned. Rory got up and walked off drink champs over Joe. You remember that? Mm-mm. They was in there shitting on Joe Button podcast. And Nori and them were sitting there cracking. It was Nori. Who else, man? It Joe was, was Nori. on the show? No. Rory, they they had act. Rory happened to be in the town they was in. I forget whether it was Miami itself or they were somewhere. But Rory, they brought Rory in, like mm-hmm. yo, come by the podcast or whatever. And they started shitting on Joe. It was Nori. I don't think EFN said nothing, but it was somebody. Whoever the guest was, they just started going in on Joe. And Rory was like. Nah, man, that's what y'all bought me here for? And he was like, nah, nah, nah. You know how naughty. Nah, nah, nah. Have a drink. You know what I mean? We just joking and all that. And he was like, yo, I got, I got a plane to catch. He was like, no, we know you You said you, you ain't going to be that long. And they kept going in on Joe and Rory straight took the mic off and walked out. And they was like, damn, man. Yo, he's a loyal cat. <laughs> Yeah, he got. Um, he walked off drink champs, man. They uh, the Charlemagne thing with him is is not due to uh, uh, J- Joe, but like Charlemagne was getting at him when they was talking. Um, I think Charlemagne was on the show. This was a little while ago, though. Yeah, he was, like, on he the pull up, he said he he had an issue with yeah. Rory, but they they supposedly deaded it on the pull up. But what the hell, is Charlemagne in the middle of now? In the middle of them? Yeah. I thought somebody, he graduated. No. Um, oh, the Hassan Campbell thing. What? Hassan Campbell was like, yo, when he just had an issue in Bronx River, and he, he, he said he pulled out a fake gun, you know what I mean? But he was like, yeah, y'all, y'all all mad that I went to, to, to the projects I grew up in? He was like, what you want me to be? Nipsey? When my brain splattered on the ground and kicked in the face after you shot me? Or you want me to be Charlemagne running around the cars after I got whooped out? <laughs> I was like, yo, dudes don't leave people alone, man. They don't. Mm. Yeah, but Charlemagne, I don't know. He getting to the bag, too. Oh, yeah. Charlemagne gets to the bag. He's the hottest thing out here, right? I mean, like, ready. And he's radio. getting people bags, too. Yeah. We need to link up with C to God. Hey, C to God. Peace, man. What up? Yeah, man. I sent you a few DMs. No, I mean, uh, hold Hit on, me whoa, back. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I ain't talking like, what's the name? A DM is a direct uh, message. Okay, I'm well, say about that. Don't, don't say you jumping in the man DM. I did jump in his DM. What? That What does that mean? That means you sent him a direct message. It goes message. down in the DM. Yeah, it does. Business. Uh, no, no. All right, well. Listen, just yeah. say you direct message the I said for that. business. Don't say don't, y'all I, jumped in your DM. What does DM stand for? I, I don't care what it stands for. That, it when, stands for direct message. On, when, when you say, yo, 
she or he jumped in my DM. What's what's nine times? I don't say that. You just said I jumped in your DM. I said I sent him a DM. No, I didn't said, say I did not say I jumped in his DM. That's what you All said. Right, well, guess what? I said I sent you a couple DMs. That's All exactly right, well, what I said. He direct messaged you yeah. for business. I DM'd you a few hey, times. Hey, listen, he direct messaged. Yeah. Just say yeah. that, man. Please. I say DM. Oh my goodness. I say DM. Like I said, I sent you a, I sent you a few DMs. Down in the DM. Yep. Word up. I'm trying to get to the bag too. So hit me back. Like, comment, subscribe. That's a fact though. See the God hit us back. But um, what's uh what else? Doge dip. Yes. What you think about it? I'ma let it go all the way down and I'll buy back in. I took profit, man. And yeah. I bought other stuff. You know nah, I mean? I'm holding. Hold Nah, you can hold as much as you want, but I I, t I took profit, you know what I mean? Yeah, so you sold some. Yeah. Nah, but now is 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 I'm just gonna let it ride out and I'll buy back in, you know what I mean, at a at a lower cost. Yeah, now nah, I I'm holding my position with my um because I like like I like where I'm at, but on these dips I'm definitely buying the dip to increase my uh my portfolio. But yeah, I'm holding, cause I think with um, with Musk putting out the that that comment that he made about Bitcoin and the energy, the unclean energy that it uses to uh to make the coins, and then he talked about using researching um coins that uh use less than one percent. There's only two coins that fall into that category, Doge being one of them. Um. And with Coinbase making the announcement that they're going to be listing Doge on a platform within six to eight weeks, you're probably going to... Um, with who? Coinbase. Oh, yeah. They said six to eight weeks. They announced that last week. Um, and then with you having the SpaceX announcement where he's saying they taking Doge um, to, what was it, Mars? Yeah. So like once they don't have a date for that yet. And then he also teased on Instagram Doge being used for... Um, Tesla purchases. So, like, there's a lot of speculation about um, the the investment that they made with Bitcoin. I think it was 1.5 billion they bought um, of Bitcoin. Um, there's speculation that they've also secretly done the same thing with Doge recently. And if they make that announcement, you could see Doge take a similar jump that of what like Bitcoin made like Bitcoin right now is what it was today it is what it was before Tesla made that announcement and it's 15k down from where it was mm -hmm. it jumped up to 55k it's it's under 40k right now like it's like I think it might be mid 30s um but I think like I think with my my advice like with cryptocurrency and like I said I'm not a we said before we ain't financial advisors I think it's something where it's a a long term thing. So like, if you look in the and don't get me wrong, you can. There are people who short term made a lot of money or whatever. But I'm looking at it as like a long term thing, like years from now type deal. Um, and I I what I'm trying to get out of it is a situation where it's like I right, I can make myself debt free. Um, 
not even necessarily like, oh, I ain't got to work no more type deal. And it don't need to get to that point for me. I just want to be debt free. So, but I think I think it's promising in the next couple, next month or two with some of the things that could be coming down the pipeline. And then especially if Amazon jump on board because it's rumored that um, mm-hmm. Bezos um, wants Doge to be accepted for Amazon purchases and things like that. Like all of that stuff has the potential to to have it skyrocket. So we shall see. We shall see, boy. If you watching this and you got Doge, I'd advise you to hold. And if you can, when these dips go down, um, buy more. Uh, purchase more. You could also, and I learned this from watching um your boy Chris uh Sane, I think his name is. Mm-hmm. But um that that whole uh the market purchase where you can set a limit. I knew you could do that on um on Vanguard. I didn't know it. I, I don't know why I didn't think you could do the same thing with cryptocurrency on Robinhood. Mm-hmm. But like so you don't have to watch it all day long because I know we all busy. You know what I'm saying? You got kids, you got a job. You don't, you can't afford to like have the joint sitting on your screen watching the dips and things like that. Like today it went down to twenty one cent. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But you could set a price that yeah. you're willing to pay and it's be like, yo, a, um, if it goes yeah, if it hit this price, you want to buy however much, right? So like that's a way of you just being like, all right. I know if it go down to this number, right. I'm gonna get I'm gonna get more. And that's how you take profit too. Yeah. A limit sell. Yeah, right. You can set it like, oh, if it gets to this, this sell, take sell sell at this many shares. Right. So yeah. That's what I've been doing. When it got up, you know what I'm saying? And I don't I don't take my money out. I, I reinvested it right. in other things and stuff like that. Like you got lumber, you know, um, and what I started doing too is dividend stocks mm-hmm. where I'm getting paid off of how many shares of certain stocks that I own. You know what I mean? So, yeah. you know, you're just playing around. You're playing with money. Like like somebody said, and, I, and like I was saying about Nas too, you can't never say how much, how many millions somebody have in stock, <laughs> but... But at the end of the day, you know what I'm saying? That stock market is money that is, when you pull it out, that's that's when people know how much you made. When yeah. you pull out some of it. As long as you leave it in there, you could be a multi-millionaire and that money ain't nobody counting that. Forbes ain't looking at that. I wouldn't say. I, I don't know if they count that or not. But they I know can't you can't count it. They can because you have to file taxes on that. No, you have to file taxes on it if you pull it out. No, you get a tax. You get a tax. Yeah, form. you get a. You get a. Yeah, a, so that's what. So that's means the government's aware of it. Yeah, but it's 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 how much is sitting in there, stuff like that. But so that's what I'm saying. If you say somebody's a Forbes, multi-millionaire, Forbes, if you don't report it, Forbes ain't gonna report it. But what I'm saying is you don't have to report that. You're getting a federal yeah, document. But f- so listen, it is, well, no, it's it's a listen, aware of it. Like I don't 50, know what Forbes reports on. Fifty and Nas both said this. Forbes, they don't know all their money. So therefore, when they're reporting things, they're reporting on what you're telling the public that you have. I like I said, I don't know what Forbes reports on. I know for, I know that if somebody's looking into your income, they would have a way of knowing what you have in stock because it's you it's well, federal. I know reported. both of them said straight up and down that 
you can look at the Forbes list and look and think that 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 that's accurate for mm-hmm. them, but they don't report all that money. Yeah, because they said and now I said it straight up on Jink Champs. He's not doing it because he don't want anybody in his business. Yeah, nah. I mean, it's like it's like real life monopoly. Um, no, that's a fact. You just if if you not if you not pulling no money out, you moving it from Boardwalk to Park Place to Louisiana Avenue, whatever you think is the stock at the time that is 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 gonna blow. And you know, like I said, I I look at Chris saying every day, every night. And I take tips from him as far as the how many volatile, high volatility stocks that I have, you know what I mean, what to cut down on. <clears throat> like, I listened to him the other day. Um, and it's funny because <laughs> I got a dividend from um, AT&T. And he was like, they selling, you know what I mean? Like I said, once, once I, I got personal things going on that, I got to, you know what I mean, that's taking up a lot of my attention. So I'm really listening to what he do and his his uh, suggestions and stuff like that. But, you know, he, he's on point and he gives you different things to read, you know what I mean, and stuff like that. So you could read it, go up on it, and he actually has a, um, a, a one-on-one class that he, he will help you because – that that options part of the game, that that's a totally different game. You ever looked into that? No. When you you playing with the options like that, the the limit limit sales is one thing, but to the call and put options. Yeah, I don't do that. No, but that's how people make money. Yeah, and that yeah. shit right there. I tried to listen to him one day. And I went in there to, to put a call for the next morning, right? Mm-hmm. To and it was like you put a it was a, a a put option on a call, some crazy shit where you knew the stock was going, and and it happened. Mm-hmm. But I was so confused that I was like, I ain't fucking with this shit because yeah, I, I, I don't never, know what I'm gonna do. But he he has a class that. It, for a fee that he'll walk you through the whole shit personally mm-hmm. and then you help it out. But the stock he was talking about, he was like, the stock is going to jump. He was like, you, we got to pick a time. He was like, but stock market opens at 930. Mm-hmm. Between 930 and 1015, just pay attention to the stock because the stock goes up. So he was like, put a, a, a put option on it raising. Sure enough, the shit jumped about ten dollars. Yeah, so you it's like and you made a profit. Under. You know what I mean? He made a profit. That's day trading though. Like I can't like day trading is like for me, I don't have, you wouldn't have the time. I, I don't have the time to do that. That's why I don't like No, you can put it in right now. No, I understand that, but you have to watch it. No, you put <laughs> what what you doing is you saying like offer of his recommendation. You you if, if you watch him, I watch him every day, like I said. Yeah. So he'll tell you what stock, put a call in, he'll he'll either give you a a timeline, meaning at this date, this is when the stock is gonna go up. Or this stock been doing this, this been the 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 thing that it does 
for the last 30 days. When the market opens, because mm -hmm. overnight trading goes on whether we see it or not. Right. So in the morning, between the time it opened to a half hour to 45 minutes later, the stock going to jump and this is going to come back down. Mm -hmm. Put your option in tonight, which you could do. So when it opens, that that's in there already. So when it jumps, it clicks in already, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And it cuts it off. So now you 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 made the profit. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? But he 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 describes it and he has a whole class on that. Yeah. But I ain't had the time to do that. But I tried that shit and I was like so fucking confused. And he'll tell you like how to put a stop loss in. Yeah. So around this time or this date. If it goes down to this percentage, it'll cut off where you ain't losing no money. But yeah. like his his whole premise is, you never losing no money until you pull out. Yeah, that um. But yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like that's day trading. I used to work with a dude that did day trading, and he did day trading while work. I don't know how he did that during that work, but he was like, like I remember one day he made a few grand, and the next day he was in a hole, like. You know what I'm saying? So, because like, he probably do if if he had no, work, he do all of those like stop and puts and right. And, but you could do that at night. That's why he's doing it. It cuts off automatically. You tell them when when you put it in. Now I know this part of it because I I kept playing with it, but I was just confused as to how much money that I need to have and stuff like that uh -huh. in there. But you say okay, I want to put a a a put option. Where between 9.30 a.m. and, say, 10.30, uh -huh. whenever that shit go up, it cuts it off. Right. Right? So you ain't, you ain't got to worry about nothing. You already put it in. Mm -hmm. So now your day for that stock is that. You know what I mean? Now you got people like me that I got my day, so all I do is hop in and hop out. You know what I mean? And if I see something... That it dips too low, and I'll be like, all right, well, I want to buy more of that. You know what I mean? Like AT&T, I sold the other day, you know what I'm saying? And I bought, um, I already had Cleveland Cliffs. That's some iron. Mm -hmm. And I bought some some lumber, because mm -hmm. lumber right now is on fire. Yeah, with all of the home improvement. Not yet, but it's raising the prices of houses by 40000 mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Because it's, it's too much. And them chips that's going in the um well like to, the, the price is going up because the demand is so high right it's, and, but like and, it's like when people do all these damn projects because everybody's home but um like the chips for the cars that technology mm -hmm. like I was telling you my man that owned the dealership he was like he got so many he's back ordered on so many twenty twenty cars. Mm -hmm. Because they can't, they can't move them because they don't have a chip. chip yeah. yeah, no, I mean, uh, it's it's exciting though. Um, I'll just be like, I feel like the older, the older I've gotten, the more I, I have a, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like I used to feel like when I was younger, I felt like five years, two, two, three, four, five years was a long time. I feel like the older I got, the more I realized like that joint go and like the blink of an eye. Mm -hmm. So it's like 
when you talk about like investments and stuff like that, it's um, and you like, all right, well, maybe this takes five, ten years to for me to really get the fruits of this, right? That really don't seem that long, you know what I'm saying? Especially when you got like kids and you start thinking about it from the standpoint of like, all right, well, best case scenario, if I can, if this makes enough money for me to support their education, if they needed me to pay for that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, all right, is 10 years really that long? You know what I'm saying? You know what I mean? You know what I mean? And, and 10 then 10 years, years go by quick. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, like think about it. Like, it's 2021 right now. Like, I, I have vivid memories of 2011. You know what I'm saying? And, like, if, if I would have done things differently in 2010, 2011, like, on an investment side, when I was, like, like, I don't want to put money on, like, I don't want to buy stock and things like that. That sound that seems stupid to me, but it don't seem stupid to pay $150 for a pair of sneakers or $200 for some boots or something like that. Like, and that's a depreciating asset. You know what I'm saying? The only thing that I regret about stocks is I remember when um, hearing about how Bill Gates and them started, how they all became millionaires. And I always said that if I had the opportunity to do it, I would be in on it. What? Stop. Just getting a stop and riding it out, right? Mm-hmm. And I got two regrets. One was Bitcoin because I worked with people that That's was mine. in on Bitcoin. And I was like, yo, I'm not, man, I'm not doing that shit. I ain't got time for that. Now nah, I'm not doing it. And when my man pulled out, I mean, before it was booming, booming, and he paid his daughter's college off, he we, we literally in the firehouse, and he was like, somebody was like, yo, I think Bitcoin going up. And he was like, yeah, it went up. He was like, I'm going to let it go till lunchtime. He was like, but then I'm pulling out, and I'm writing a check to my daughter's school, and I ain't got to worry about that school no more. And he did that. And I was like, okay. And I didn't want to jump in. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That and Tesla. Because I talked about Tesla for fucking four months. And didn't hop in on Tesla. And now I'm looking at it now like, keep coming down. Just keep coming down a little bit more. Mm-hmm. And I'm hopping in. I'm hopping in. But yeah, that one's that one's hit. But I I'm I'm chilling. <clears throat> like Apple, Apple going through all these fucking lawsuits. I can't wait for it to be over, cause yeah. they gonna boom. And when they come with their car, it's gonna be booming too. Yeah, but, they, but like I said before, version of the smart car. You just gotta figure out once they let and and this is one thing that you have to pay attention to every day. When the person, when the company that owns the chip that's in these damn phones is going to be in the car. Yeah, you said that, yeah. The Apple don't own the rights to that company. So when they release this stock publicly, I just hope it ain't massively over expensive. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because like Coinbase, when Coinbase first came out, that shit was like $400 a share. And it's been dropping ever since. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But I'm telling you, that yeah. chip is something to watch for because Apple, 
they've been trying to get the 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 the, the rights and the the, the patent on it, mm-hmm. but the company just will not sell them that. Yeah, I I think like from a from an investment standpoint, like I like crypto just from this from because Bitcoin is my biggest regret. Like. If I would have did, if I would have took twenty dollars back in twenty ten, like I'd be a multi, I have a multi million dollars, even with Bitcoin being hit for what it's being hit for right now. Right. Like, and I, but I just didn't understand the concept. But see, of, the hit on that, you gotta look at it. The hit on Bitcoin right now, you have no reason to pull out right now because you know no. it's gonna blow up. Only thing about Bitcoin that's messed up is the fact that it's. It's only a certain amount of coins, and they're not making no more. Yeah, they're not making no more of them coins. They're not making no more, and that's why the price is so high. Right, and and that's the thing. Why I that's why I think Doge is gonna be the next Bitcoin, if not bigger, because Doge does not have a hard cap on production, and I think that was that was the thinking behind it. Whereas like. But that also makes it harder to reach the dollar too, right. because when you don't have when when there isn't a limited number of supply, you'll always be able to meet the demand. So, but see, with demand- Doge, like you said, you don't be watching. What this is what I know about Doge. <clears throat> this what, is why no, I, I watch take Doge. Profit. No, you watching it itself, but I I watch the 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 money channels. Where they talk about Doge, and oh, yeah, no, you I notice how, and Chris Sane talks about this too. Certain things they play with, like a stock, they'll play with a stock because they don't want what happened with GameStop to happen yeah. ever again. Mm-hmm. Because people like me and you are considered laymen as in in. in in their terms as far as yeah, stock. No, so now once we start doing this, the Wall Street hates the fact that we get a TD account, we get a Robin Hood or whatever account, and we able to go on Reddit or whatever and listen to Elon Musk on Twitter and things of that nature. So what they do is, like they said, um, like when you hear about hedge funds, mm-hmm. A stock could be like right now the market is up and down, and then you got the the um the leveling out process where it trades sideways, where mm-hmm. it ain't going up, it ain't going down, right? And that's because if I own a hedge fund, you own a hedge fund, right? Mm-hmm. All we doing is playing with the money mm-hmm. like this. So the the layman. They can't. They can't get in. There. They can't get in on that. So, to keep the stock afloat, you'll borrow, say, a hundred shares, a hundred thousand shares from me, right? Mm-hmm. Boom! I give you the hundred thousand. You'll make your profit. Give me my hundred thousand back, right? Now I'm. We just trading back and forth. All these hedge funds companies, like with Doge, when Doge started rising, right? They predicted everything that was going on on MS, um, MSNBC, uh-huh. the money market, and Fox. And and Fox is funny. Like I, 
Once again, like Donald Trump, I find jokes and everything, and you can tell when people are mad when they gonna fuck around. And cause the dude on Fox was like, Elon Musk is going on Saturday Night Live to push Dogecoin. One of y'all gonna go broke. He was like, everybody's laughing now, but somebody's gonna go broke because some people are playing with money that they need. And that's true. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He was like, so I advise you, before Saturday Night Live come on, if that's money that you playing with, take it out. Take the profit because it's gonna it's gonna take a deep dive. And what he does is, and the shit is unbelievable. I don't know why people go on the show. He'll be like, Yeah, next up, uh, after the break, we're gonna have Chris to talk about Kakashan. He'll be like, he'll come back from break. Hey, we got Chris. Uh, so how'd you start Kakashan? Oh, Dogecoin is is dropping. Chris, we can't talk to you. We are live TV. And cut your interview off. <laughs> and yo, I swear, I watched it with GameStop. Because they they was literally pissed mm-hmm. that they had you had um with GameStop, it was a, a multi-billionaire that got on before um my man that owned the um, Dallas basketball team. Um, what's his name? Mark Cuban. Mark Cuban. Before him, it was a, a multi-billionaire that got on. And they was like, so what do you think about this game, Stop Frenzy? And he was like, the little man won. He was like, why? Why? I don't understand why everybody's so upset. Wall Street been doing this for years. Mm-hmm. So people like me been winning through Wall Street. You know what I mean? Not saying that we get inside of training, trading, but let's be real. We know what stocks to, to to put our money on, and the money blows up. We we take profit. We add. We pad our pockets. The little man won. Mm-hmm. They ain't want to hear him. Yeah. Cuban got on. Said the same thing. The little man won. Congrats to the little man. If they ain't read it, whatever chat they was in. Cause that's how it happened. Yeah. It started in the chat where the dude said he owned the most shares of GameStop. I'm selling in the morning. So I advise you to sell no later than 10 o'clock, 12 to the latest. Mm-hmm. And all of them people started selling and Robin Hood couldn't, couldn't cover, sell. Cover they couldn't way. cover the, 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 the amount of sales. But people went out, paid off their student loans, bought houses, Everything and and they were so pissed at that shit. Yeah, and that's why I'm saying like you that kind of stuff. If you gotta tape it and watch it later, watch those shows where you see that. And when they start discussing like now, I watch those stuff, coins and stuff like that, I watch stuff like that via YouTube. Like I watch a uh uh crypto dedicated. I got two crypto dedicated channels. But what I say about um like I said about crypto, like anything that they're saying right now about it, like I. For the most part, like I said, I look at it as a long-term investment. So, like, for me, I'm trying to bank as many shares as possible to where, like, I don't think, like, the wins that I get right now are not going to be anything in in comparison to the wins that I could get five, six years from now. Because, like, I think of, like, things like Apple Pay. Like, who would, like, in 2011, paying, you know what I'm saying, Mm -hmm. doing things like that, like having your debit card stored in your phone was was unheard of. You know what I'm saying? So a cryptocurrency in ten years, ten years from now, maybe are to 
one or two based like as far as like how we pay for things. And that's how I look at it. It was like, yo, if Doge gets to a dollar, like I don't want to cash out uh, what it would be at a dollar if in 2031 it'll be 50 grand. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That that's how I look at it. Like, you know what I'm saying? Or like I like I said, I'm store, trying to store as many shares as possible to where like, all right, well maybe if it gets to a dollar, I'll be like, all right, I'm gonna take this out, but not everything. Right. So I you know what I mean? So like that's how like I I play with it in that way. But like I, I just look at it from the standpoint of like long term for, for See, me. I'm playing with it from the standpoint of expanding my portfolio to like one thing that Chris Sane said, dividend stocks are definitely the way to go because you're getting paid. Yeah. You know what I mean? So you got your quarterly dividends and you got your monthly dividend stocks that depending on the shares, you you making that, that money a month. Right. Now it's if, like if, a, it's like cash back on a credit card. Right. So if you if you figure like AT and T, AT and T was a monthly no, that was a quarterly stock. Um, Cleveland Cliffs is a monthly stock. So those stocks, they really don't go too high. And if they do drop, they don't drop too low. So you're able to always buy more shares. And the more shares you get, the more monthly money you get to where the more shares you get in, in that monthly dividend stock is how you can pay your bills. You know what I mean? And that, that's the object of being in the stocks, yes, you want to be rich and things of that nature. But if you could get paid off stocks that you you have, where you know monthly, when I get paid, it's like getting a check. Yeah, it's like getting a check. It's like going to work, but you're working with a stock. So monthly, this company is gonna give me some money. This company gonna give me money where I could pay my bills for the month. I'm straight. Next month, same thing. You know what I mean? So, you know, I definitely look at people like that. And, you know, like like I said, it, it for me, I don't I, I don't have too much to do during the day. So reading and stuff like that, reading up on stocks to see what stocks is doing. And one thing that's big with stocks is to learn what the CEO of a company is doing, why they leaving the company why the stock want to split and things of that mm. nature. You know what I mean? Because it's a couple of stocks out here and healthcare is big. Healthcare yeah. is big. Like I, I just want to know why, like it, it really annoys me like with, with stock and stuff like that, where people don't be wanting to have that conversation like with each other. Like it'd be like, all right, like you could be in a room with people that you know everything else about, Mm-hmm. But they won't tell you about stock, or that that they invest in stock and what their thoughts are and things like that. I I just found that weird. You know why? I told you a couple. Of, I I know why, but I still think that's weird. Yeah, but a lot of people, like I told you a couple of episodes ago, a lot of people don't want to discuss finance because they don't want not just you per se. They don't want nobody in their pocket. But you know they do discuss finance though. As far as what? They, like, the same people that won't discuss stock or talk to you about they um, how much they pay in a mortgage, how much this and that trip costs, and things like that. That's all finance. But on a lower scale. 
I don't, I don't know. Yeah, it is. Nah, not really. Your, your paying your mortgage, like I told you, is is a souped up way of saying you pay your rent. Okay. So my mortgage costs this. That trip costs that. Okay. Yeah, but, but, when you, but with, with a mortgage, if you tell me how much your mortgage is, I can guesstimate the estimated worth of your house. And if I'm guesstimating the estimated worth of your house, that's telling me that you were nine times out of ten, whatever your house is worth is about eighty to eighty-five percent of what you were approved for. So that tells me what your what your financial portfolio looks like. Okay. So that's what I'm saying. But you're discussing what, finance. Yeah, but you're talking about. I understand what you're saying as far as that. But that's from the aspect of what I what I have on paper as far as my job, what I might have in the bank. But now, like I said, you take people like Nas and, and these people that are multi-millionaires, they're not discussing that with you because you're in their pocket. No, I'm not talking about people that you don't know. I'm talking about no, people- No, I understand what you're saying. Like, like family. Like You'll have people that you that are like family members that are in your family that benefit from stock but will never talk to anybody right. else. That doesn't like, make I'll sense. I'll give you a reason. It, it might not make sense to me or you, but it makes sense to them because, okay, I work. I make X amount of dollars. If, if, if you want to say from you looking at what, what kind of house somebody got, you, okay, they make X amount of dollars off their job. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Fine. That's all somebody wants you to know. They don't want to know what the limit on their credit card and their wallet is. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They don't want you to know things of that nature. Like, I'll give you a prime example. My, my, my motorcycle club, right? In a group chat, one day, randomly. You told her the bloody joint, the, and then, yeah. Huh? When they were talking about it, it was a bloody day and all yeah. that. Yeah, randomly, just random. Yeah. Now, I haven't been around these people. We've we been around each other for years. Right. Some of them I worked with. Some of them I grew up from seventh, sixth grade. All this shit. Right. Right? This shit come up, dude posted, because he went on a trip. Mm-hmm. Just randomly went on a trip. Dude posted from a stock that I had no clue about, but they started talking about the stock, right? Mm-hmm. He took a contract. Motherfucker took, uh, I think four, four or five thousand dollars. Went on a trip with his wife. You know what I'm saying? Then you start seeing like, like I was talking to somebody, and they was like, "Damn, it seemed like you know about this shit." So I was like, "What?" They was like, yo, you do stocks all the time? So I was like, you know, I, I dibble-dabble. I don't know too much. Well, oh, no. So what you think about this? I was like, you do stocks? They are like, yeah, I'm, I've been playing with it. But, yo, you you be watching. Yo, what you know about stop loss and all that shit? And I was like, yo. And I had to put them on the Chris Sane. You know that's what I'm but saying. People like, really don't want you. Uh, that's what I say. But what I'm, what I'm saying, I'm not telling, like, I'm not saying, when I say talk about have a, a conversation about stock. I'm not talking about telling people the ins and outs because some like you have a a, a certain group that you will disclose things like that to. But I'm saying like people will be up on good info and won't share that good info because they don't want to talk. They don't. They not. They just don't want to share. It. I don't understand why you wouldn't want to share. It. Like if you, tell you if you it's cool like with this. somebody, if you if you cool with somebody, that's your family member, and y'all you got love for that person. If you see benefit in this, like they, we always talk about multiple streams of income. 
if you have an, a way where your money is working for you and you ain't, you don't have to do nothing but play, put it in the right place, why wouldn't you educate people that you quote unquote say you love? That doesn't all, make all sense to me. All I can boil it down to is a lot of people don't want people in their pocket. But that that's not people in your pocket. If I tell you that this is a good investment, you don't know what I got in that. Yeah, but if 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 you know, how can I say it? Like just because I tell just because I tell uh, you that I'm, something I'm, is good, I'm, 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 I'm we we had a discussion off off camera because I I fuck around and say something. And, what? No, I, I, it deals with with me. And I, yeah, I don't, you don't gotta share like right. Anything. I, no, no. What I'm saying is, it's certain things that people sit back and watch. Mm-hmm. How are you able to do certain things? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But somebody's always watching the next person's pocket, and and nobody don't. Yeah, they but don't they don't have them. to know your pocket by by you saying. I don't. How could you know my pocket by me telling you that, yo? Like, it, are you in the stock? No. All right. This if you if I recommend you get in the stock, like. But if you do, this would be a good investment right okay, here. Okay, so you first of all, and this is just my opinion. If I tell you about a stock, right? Uh-huh. Like me, and you a little different because I don't have no problem telling you what what, what stock I think is good or whatever. But most people look at it like this. If I tell you what stock to go buy, right? You'll be able, whether you know about it when I tell you to get in on it, Mm -hmm. sooner or later you're going to be able to judge how much I have in this stock for me to be able to do certain things. Like you said, if you're able to look at the, 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 Price of, of 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 the house or my mortgage, you able to add all of that up, right? Mm-hmm. You add that up, cool. So you pretty much now have the money that I'm making off me going to work. Cause stock ain't playing a role in in that that part that part of my living. But now different things that I may have. You'll be looking like his mortgage is this, so he pretty much make around or or she make around this amount of money per year. No, I say I what I'm saying is that's like that's a scenario I threw out, right? Tip like if you're smart, you're not going to get a mortgage. That's I I would say what I would say. I'm not gonna say if you're smart. I would say if you would if you're somebody who wants to be more. Not living at the edge of your means, right? You wouldn't get a mortgage that's eighty to eighty-five percent of what you're what you're approved for, because you want to give yourself a cushion to where if things change, you know what I'm saying. So that's I just gave that eighty-five, and if I worded it wrong, that's my 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 apologies. But I'm not saying that that's what you should do, and that's always that that way. But I'm just I just threw those figures out. But my point to saying that you don't know what's going on in my pocket is because I own you only know what I want you to know. Like you you making that assumption off of of the of that, right? But that doesn't tell you exactly what I'm doing. Like my car, like you talked about when you was delivering from Poland Spring, the cars that was in some of them them rich people's driveways mm-hmm. and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? Like now I think they had a regular house. 
with that, with that, they can still have that same money. They don't necessarily have to have that big house, right? Mm-hmm. So you would be making a whole bunch of assumptions like, yeah, this person is the average person, but they may not be. Right. You know what I'm saying? And that's my point. Me, me telling or or you telling or anybody telling somebody about like, yo, this is a good investment. That doesn't necessarily you wouldn't necessarily be able to judge what I'm making. If I'm, it depends on the financial decisions that I make. Which would which would give you information on like oh he might got some bread like he taking trip at you know what I'm saying like or he got this whip and things like that but if you somebody that's like I don't need that like that's not making me more money you know what I'm saying and you just chilling nobody would ever know you would just be somebody that's no, just that's like a fact. That, you're right you, about that some you would just be somebody that's like yo this you is dope on a whole bunch yeah of you know what I'm saying. And and you could just be like, oh, forget it. Like I'm just gonna keep growing this. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So that's that's how I look at it. Where it's like, all right, well, I I I, I just, me personally, I get what you're saying, but I don't really understand that because it's like you don't necessarily have to be showing anything. No, you wouldn't. You don't have to show it. But if, like I said, if I give you a stock tip, yeah, and you look at that stock. Depending on how many shares you buy in the stock, will tell you off what you're getting. Yeah, that's if you knew how many shares I had. No, I'm saying you. Period. Uh-huh. You will start speculating. You know what I'm saying? Or not just you. Mm-hmm. A person, if if the average person tells another person, "Yo, boom, boom, boom," it don't mean that I don't love you if I don't give you a stock tip. But no, if if a person, the person that don't do that, they're saying to themselves, boom, if he's able to buy, say, 10 shares of this stock, and he's getting, say, a dividend stock, if he's getting, he got 10 shares of this stock, he might be getting X amount of dollars off this dividend stock, right? So, boom, he's just jumping in. Me telling you this is a good stock means that either I've been in it for a minute or I have a lot of shares. Whether I show you what I got or not. But what's a lot of shares? What you mean? I'm, you got I, some people that feel like to start out, 150 shares of a stock is 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 a great starting spot. Right. So that's what I'm saying. It's, it's perception is my point. So... Somebody, your perception of what a lot of shares is may not be my perception of what a lot no, of shares no, is. No, no, I'm saying to start but what I'm, at 150. But what I'm saying is it's no, no, it's no like written, like, yo, this is a lot of shares. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, because, and, and, and it depends on the stock too. Like, wh- how that distribution of that stock is, go- is going. Like, um, like the top end, where, where do you fall percentage-wise of everybody who has shares? Right. You know what I'm saying? So that's why I'm like, it, it's just based on perception. And I, I don't think somebody telling you that it's a good stock necessarily means they have a lot of shares, whatever that, that number is to you. That just means, like, it, like for instance, um, somebody telling you Bitcoin is Bitcoin is a good stock. That don't necessarily mean that they got 150 shares of uh, at $50,000 a share. You know what I'm saying? Like, that they, they got in early. They could have... A per, a partial share, you know what I'm saying? Whatever that partial be, may not even be like a full percent. You know what I'm saying? If you got, I'm telling you right now, 
if you don't have a at least a full share of, of Bitcoin, it ain't worth it. Right. But what I'm telling you is even that person knows that Bitcoin's a good stock, though. Yeah, but you would have had to been in it already or you would have had to have the money to jump in it next. Right. But that all none of that has anything to do with you telling somebody this is a good stock. No, I'm saying <laughs> you're correct. But most people look at it like that. What? People look at it like a motherfucker will be able to judge or have a perception of how much money I may be making off this stock if I tell them that this is a good stock. So now it'll be a a, a person just watching my pocket. And right. a lot of people, I think don't people like watch that. your people watch your pocket anyway. I mean, no, that's a fact. But it's, I mean, it's, it's like different watching my pocket and not really knowing. But you don't uh, really know by no, perception no. either. I, what I mean by not really knowing, like put it like this. If we didn't have this discussion on here that, that either one of us dealt with any kind of stock, mm -hmm. the only perception anybody would have would be how much money either one of us make off our, our career. Right. right. And how so, would they know that? What do you mean? There's no way for them to know that unless you tell them. Well, in my case, mine is public. It's public. It's public with the ranges, not necessarily. No, it's public. So you, you we can look up your name and your salary, and you'll be able to tell how much how much I made for the last year. So we can go to Google, type your name in, and you, your, you, your, if you okay. if you go, you you could type in whatever. However, they're gonna put it up there. You'll be able to look. This shit goes in the paper. No, I'm saying the fireman's salary. Yeah, no. Yeah, everybody, anybody typing in, you type in their name, where they work at, in a public job, that's public information. Yeah, no, it's public information with the salary ranges. But, no, okay. it's public information, that person, what they made for that year. Oh, I didn't I didn't know that. Yeah. I thought that was illegal. That's why, no, that ain't illegal. It's a public, it's a public, that's how people get caught up with child support and all that shit. You don't go. Yeah, uh, like that, that's, that's a corporate. No, scene. no, listen to what I'm saying. I could go in there and say, this is what I made, right? Like, you got people, I, I've been through child support, mm -hmm. where you go in there and you be like, yo, I want to check stuff or whatever that don't have no, no overtime on it, right? But you fuck around and you made X amount of dollars in overtime, you in the paper. You in the paper. Your name? He he ranks number one in the fire department for salary for X year. That this public information. But the number. Yes. Oh. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't know that. I would. I. I. I would the have exact to number. I. I never seen that before. Exact number. That's weird. I thought. That and was... you know, you know how many people you be like this? Like God damn, I'm glad my shit ain't in there. But your motherfucker type it up. You keep going. Okay, boom, boom, Chris. Da, 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 da. And oh, okay. Last year he made bong bong bong. Yeah, well, I I, I can't speak to that because I'm not a fireman, but I know I'm my police family. too. Yeah, I've never seen that for police. I've seen that what they they give you a range. <coughs> like, no, um, you'll get a range as to what the salaries are for that job. Yeah, but if you type in a motherfucking name on any one of them jobs, it'll tell you what they made for the year. It's public information. Yeah, I've never seen that. But the uh, what I'll say is for I get I'll because I don't know I'll say anything other than a public service. 
you can't type in my name and get my salary. Yeah, you probably can't. Ain't no problem. You can't do that. It's against, like, like I said, I thought that was against the law. No. Nah. Like, it, you, you're not typing in on Google Chris Killian and my, my salary come up from my job. That doesn't that doesn't happen. Right. This is, is also why, like in the Public workplace, service is, they tell you not to you 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 you're not supposed to discuss salary in the workplace because it's not public information. That's considered uh, that's considered MPI in my I world. Know, I know police and fire is public information. What you make? Yeah, nah, not for us. So, like, my point with that is, like, you wouldn't you wouldn't be able to just look and tell what I make. Like, like I told you, I had a I had. On my daughter's softball team, my softball team, dude was like, yeah, it got to be hard for you. You know what I'm saying? Because y'all don't, y'all don't, firefighters don't make no money. You make X amount of dollars. And when I told him what I made, the motherfucker told me I made way more than him. And I was like, he was like, are you you serious? No. He was going off of what? The fire department made in his town. Yeah. Right. Yes, I did tell him. But if he look up my name and type in what he would have had to know where I work at. Like, you know where I work at. Mm-hmm. You type up anybody's name that you know on the job, it'll tell you what they made. Yeah. I'm just saying like. And that shit is in the local paper. Yeah. I, I got to see that. That's weird. That's weird. Cause they don't even they like son. I'm telling you something that's real. I I hear you. Like you I said, I'm deferring to you, you but dudes, I'm just saying that's weird. You got dudes that was going through child support and and before they even got there, the listing came out and you just had dudes in the files like this looking at police and fire like, and if you knew like yo Chris is about to go to court for child support, oh he fucked all that overtime and that shit in the paper, you fucked. You fucked. That's weird, yo. That shit real. That is weird. That shit is real. I I wonder what's the what's what's the. I guess because the, we we taxpayers we 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 I guess because we get our salary off of taxpayers' dollars. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but that shit is some real shit. That's crazy. That's crazy. Listen, if I had your internet right now, I I would show you. That shit. Hold up. Pull up Google. I'm about to pull up now. Yeah, that's crazy. I would I wouldn't I, I couldn't I wouldn't be comfortable with that. Cause I don't even like He's looking up. I don't know what he's looking up. He's on my phone right now. What's that say? What? Oh. Daddy, you could talk so the sound nah. uh what's the name? Uh nah, cause they I don't wanna move on. What are you talking about this? I just I just wasn't aware of that. But <laughs> this shit crazy. What? A whole bunch of shit coming up that don't mean to be coming up. Yeah, that that's weird, yo. I never. That shit real. 
since we're on the subject of money, forget that, whatever, whatever, I'll defer to you on that. If money wasn't a, uh, wasn't an issue, right? So like money was inconsequential, like you'd be able to do whatever you want to do, right? Mm-hmm. What, what would you do for the rest of your life? Like what's up? Huh? I probably, see, I like boats, so I, I'll probably be on the water. Be on the water somewhere a couple of times a year, probably till I made it all the way around the world. Yeah, that'd be dope. I would definitely travel the world. Definitely travel the world. Uh, shoot. I I don't even think I could even name everything I would want to do. I just want to do everything. It's just so much, man. The world's so damn big. You like you think it's crazy because what we be in, like we in Delaware now. You think like our country is big, but that is so small when it compares to the world mm-hmm. and just seeing everything. I, I want to see so much, man. Like we was talking about this earlier. It was like, uh, like me and Julia was talking about like getting in the habit of um. Uh, not not taking trips for exclusively pleasure, but taking trips for like the learning experience, where it's like you take the kids places to learn like history from the standpoint of like firsthand, like like it would be like all right, we go to we go to this country and actually be in the midst of this country and go to their historical sites and their museums and stuff like that and learn their culture. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Whereas it's like, yo, you're not just reading it in a history textbook where it's like, yo, you be able to be like, yo, I went to this country and I did this. Like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's that that's dope to me. That's stuff that I would do if I if money wasn't wasn't a issue. Like that's hard. Like to be able to be like, yo, I've been to the pyramids. You know what I'm saying? I, I went to Egypt. I went to the pyramids. Like, I've seen that. I've touched that. Like, you know what I mean? Right. That's dope to me. Like, like I feel like that's that stuff you can't even put a price tag on. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Just like, yo, like, because I, like, you look at that stuff in textbooks, it, 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 like, going back to what I was saying about, like, 90s artists, it gives it that mystique because it's stuff that you, it almost feels like untouchable. You know what I'm saying? Right. Because money is a is consequential in those things. Like, you know what I mean? Like you gotta be able to afford to fly halfway across the world, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And afford to be be able to afford to stay there for uh an amount of time to make that a worthwhile journey type deal. But that's the type of stuff that I'll be into. You know, like shit, you could have I feel like a like an ongoing history class just in travel. <laughs> like that'd be that would be dope. Like I, I never was like a I, I wasn't I'm like find a, out tomorrow. I, yeah, I, I wanna see that. That's that's nuts. That's that's nuts, man. I feel like that's dangerous. Yeah, that shit is dangerous when you going for child support. Let me see something. Cause it's a way to pull that shit up. Cause I see my name in the shit. And I was like, holy shit. I was like, damn. Because that shit, they put it in the paper and all that shit. Yeah, that's scary. What's up? Uh, 
Yo, I was thinking about this earlier, right? I was like, let me this ain't this ain't nothing like crazy serious. But I was um I had to go to the bathroom so bad earlier today, right? It, it was um I had to pee though. So I went in and you know like you hold your pee like you, you had to pee for like so long, maybe you like on a drive and you can't stop for the bathroom or whatever like that. You get home mm-hmm. and you pee and it feels so good, right? Mm-hmm. And it got me to thinking, what do you think is a better feeling? Like that finally getting able to pee after you've been having to hold it so long or getting that good poop? What's the better feeling to you? I don't know, because both of them is good. I think, it, for me, it's a poop. Now, this ain't us. What? This ain't us, but you see what it says. Who earns how much in Winston-Salem, right? Yeah, that's crazy. Name. See how much he made. That's crazy, yo. <laughs> but yeah, that's what I'm saying, but that's that city manager. What, what, He's a public worker. Yeah, but I'm, I'm not seeing... That's not fireman. Let me see. Go, go, go ahead and view a thousand more rows. Oh, it's going to show you. I'm telling you, this shit is real. That's crazy. Public officials and shit like that, you get all of that. But yeah, no, public officials I get. Son, they put, we get paid. We are public service. Right, but that's, that's why we official. can't strike nothing. That's not a public official, though. Son, listen to what I'm telling you. This shit... Shows you your name and how much you make. Cause that, like we could look up like the president's salary and there you like go that. right here. City of Memphis. Okay. Fire private. Yeah, that's crazy. I'm trying to tell you, man, this shit is real. Yeah, that's nuts. But um, now nah, I think I definitely go another one. City salaries. Rhino Towns, wherever that fuck is, librarian. Look at her salary. Yeah. Police officer. Now it's a couple of them. Yeah. And look at the salary. I guess, like I said, I told you, I, I said, I defer to you because I don't know. I just said that's crazy. But that, that's this crazy. This is real. Yo, I'm telling you, the first time I seen my name, I was like this, yo, cause motherfuckers thought it was a joke, cause it was like they 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 left this shit on mm-hmm. the table. Everybody shit, you know what I mean? Mm. Nah, I can't get with that. Shoot, you got anything else you want to talk about? Nah. All right, we gonna close this one out. Yo, like, comment, subscribe, subscribe. hit the bell. Um. Smash the like button. <laughs> word up. Run them numbers up. We need to, We need them. Um, that algorithm. We need to be pushed up. All right. So make sure y'all subscribe. Smash the like button. Comment. All of that. Share it. You know what I'm saying. If you ain't following the IG page, follow the IG <laughs> page. Um, and uh, we gonna start posting more reels so y'all can share them joints too. Um, and that's about it. So. 8672 Podcast is Chris. It's Wise Peace. And we signing out. We'll see y'all next week.